Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Refuel and Recharge. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the pastor of this podcast called The Traveling Pulpit, and I want to thank you and welcome you on today. Refuel and Recharge is the midweek motivational message to help you prepare for next Sunday's message, but also to help you get through the rest of your week. And on today, I just want to go into briefly what it means to be in relationship with God. You see, it's easy for us to be in relationship with our friends. You know, we can tell them our secrets. We can uh, share with them our, our most intimate details of our lives. But we also have to remember that as God created us, he has also built in the ability to have relationship with us. You see, Moses was one of those uh, men uh, in the early days when God was speaking to men that he had relationship with. Very much so, Moses had such a relationship with God that he was able to talk to God and God was able to talk to him. Very much like we talk to our friends today. You know, today we have cell phones uh, where we can, uh, video phones where we can just, you know, hit a button and our friends are there. Well, the same relationship Moses had with God, he would go out into the field and God would be there waiting for him. He would go on the mountain and God would be there waiting for him. Kind of like God is today. Only thing is, we have the word of God to tell us the things that God wants us to know. But here, God is telling Moses some things that he needs to know. And so over in Exodus, the 33rd chapter and the 12th verse, we find Moses and God in full conversation. And here's what this conversation entails. The entire uh, verses of 12 to 23 of Exodus 33. And if you have your Bibles, you are invited to follow along. And this is what the word of God says. Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, you and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, if you have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, Moses said, my presence will go with you and you will give and I will give you rest. And he said to Moses, said to the Lord, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring up. Do not bring us up from here, for how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight and I your people? It is, is it not in your going with us so that you are distinct, so that you are distinct? I am your people from every other people on the face of the earth. It's Moses talked to God as if he would talk to a friend. Sometimes we have disagreements with our friends and we have to go to our friends and let them know in areas in which they had, they may not realize that they have wronged us or areas in which they need to recognize that, hey, I'm still your friend. And there is a certain level of respect that I expect to get or have from you as being your friend. And that's the type of relationship God had with Moses. And that is also the type of relationship God expects to have with us, where we can go to him and tell him the things that are going on in our lives. And even if we feel that God feels distance from us, that we can go to him and say, hey, Lord, look, I feel distance from you. I don't feel you nearby. 
and God will respond just like he's about to respond to Moses. Let's look at verse 17. And the Lord said to Moses, this very thing that you have spoken, I will do for you have found favor in my sight. And I know you by name. Moses said, please show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord, and I will be gracious to you to whom I will be gracious and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face for man shall not see my face and live. And the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes, I will I will put my I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. God is telling Moses that before man fell, man had an intimate relationship with God where he could actually see the face of God. Moses is being reminded that that no man no fallen man after man fell, no fallen man can ever see the face of God because the presence, the, 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 the very frontal presence of almighty God will destroy us because God cannot look upon sin and have man live. And so what God, so what Moses is saying, uh, what God is saying to Moses is that the rock that I put you in, I am protecting you with. Just as the blood of Christ protects us from God's wrath because his wrath was poured out on Jesus, so does this this rock represent a a, a type of Christ when which uh, Moses will be protected from God's wrath as he passes by. Remember, fallen man cannot see the face of God because it will kill him because God cannot look upon evil and let man live. Also, you'll notice that God has hands. God is a spirit. Yes, he is, but he is a man. He has hands. He has a face. And he's letting you know that Moses is letting us know that that God is just as man as we are. Only thing is, we are fallen men. He is a perfect perfect being, which is God. He is the perfect creator. He is he is Yahweh. He is the he is the omnipotent meaning that he is everywhere at all times. And so he takes the time to put Moses in this, in the cleft of this rock and passes him by so that when Moses looks up, he sees his backside. He did that for a reason because he's letting us know that in order to be in relationship with him, we have to be willing to follow him, meaning that we have to be able to, to go in the way that he is sending us and allow him to lead us. Because as he led these people into the desert, so is he showing Moses in the example that I am leading you still. And Moses wanting to see his glory, he he wanted to actually see God's face. This is the reason why he asked to see God's glory, because he wanted to know who would be going with them. If there would no one, if there would no, be no one to go with them, who would? And so God is showing him not where I'm coming from, but where I am taking you. Because it's easy to see a friend coming. And if you don't want to see a friend coming, you can easily dodge him. And God is not playing that game with us. He is He is letting us know that if you want to be in relationship with me, you have to be willing to follow me. 
I want to close real quick because, again, Recharge and Refuel is just a, a brief motivational message to help you get from Wednesday to Sunday. I just want to close with a, a, a verse from Hebrews, Hebrews 12 and verse 18. It talks about a kingdom that cannot be shaken. When you are in relationship with God, God purposely elects you as you purposely elected him. I will go a little bit more into this on Sunday, but for right now, I just want to read for you verses 18 through 29 of Hebrews 12. For you have come not to what you maybe may maybe touched. Let me say it again. For you have not come to what may be touched, a blazing fire and a darkness and gloom and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that no further messages be spoken to them. For they could not endure the order that was given. If even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable in, and to innumerable angels in festal, festal gathering and to the assembly of the firstborn who was enrolled in heaven and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect and to Jesus, the meditator of a new covenant and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking for if they do not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less, much less will we escape if we reject who warns him from heaven. And at that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase yet once more indicates the removal of all things that are shaken, that this things that have been made in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. I just want to let you know, this is the things that Moses experienced when he was on the mountain upon which God called him by name and told him to remove his shoes for he is standing on holy ground. You see, there, there is a time in which we are going through now in which we have heard the truth and are still hearing the truth. And the choice is yours, whether you will accept the truth of the everlasting father or you will accept the lie from the from the, the from the from the world that has a time limit and that time limit grows short with each passing day i don't know you don't know our concern is not the time limit our concern is to reach how many people will accept the limitless invitation to god well, friends and family, I want to thank you once again for joining me for Refuel and Recharge. I hope that this message has been a blessing to you as it has been a blessing to me. And I pray that you will share this message with your family and friends, your co-workers, whomever you believe may need this word as you do also. I just want to say a quick prayer and then we'll be done.
Abba, our Father. Thank you for this time we spent together. Thank you for this word of delivery. Thank you for the messenger who has been been uh, who has been uh, ready to deliver this message. Father, I thank you and I just pray that someone will receive this message and will use it to the uplifting of and upbuilding of your kingdom and will share this message with those that, that are in need of hearing the truth of the word of God. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Well, guys, I hope that you have a great rest of the week. Join me this Sunday for a follow-up message. I think that I'll go back into this message and do a little bit more uh, breaking down of this message. And I hope that you will join me. And I look forward to uh, being a part of uh, your, your day on Sunday as you'll be a part of mine. Thank you once again. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord, and we'll do this on Sunday. Bye now.